Hey there, and welcome to episode 300 of Constructing Comics, a podcast building stories one page and one panel at a time. I am Noah Ray, and tonight my guest host is Brian Judge, curator of Zomic Book. Say hello, Brian. Hello, everybody! <laughs> On this episode, we are interviewing illustrator Emily Wigglesworth. Welcome to the show, Emily. Why don't you tell the listeners a little bit about yourself and what you are working on? Hi. Um, so, um, yeah, I am an illustrator and graphic designer. Um, a little bit more preference towards the illustrator part. Um, I tend to do a lot of work with uh, watercolor and ink, um, although I do tend to hop around with mediums a lot. I'm a bit of what you would call a jack of all trades. Um, and um, I am a contributor for uh, Zomic Book Volume 2 and um, for The Leftovers, which is a Zomic Book side project. And I am also the social media manager for Zomic Book. <laughs> awesome. So to get started, we usually like to ask about a, um, what is, uh, what got you into illustration? What was sort of your, what's your origin story there? Um, so, I mean, I've always drawn since I was a kid, but, um, I think, um, when I was in high school, I started off, um, going to a early college STEM school because I really thought that I was going to be like a scientist or something. I discovered that's not really something I'm good at or enjoy. Um, and I had like a little bit of like a, a identity crisis and I realized, oh wait, no, I, I really like art. This is more than just a hobby. Um, and I ended up getting myself uh, transferred to a, a high school with an actual art program. And um, I was a little bit of a late bloomer since I didn't have like as much of like a formal like art education um, as like a lot of my peers. So college was, I, I ended up going to um, school for graphic design. That was a, a bit of a struggle, but um, it's something that I really, really enjoy. So um, I just kind of kept pushing through and working on it. Yeah. And um, so you always drew growing up, though? Like you always yeah. sort of had an artistic side? Yeah, I always had kind of an artistic side. Um, I, uh, of course, started off drawing a lot of a lot of anime characters. <laughs> I think that's a a pretty common thing for for a lot of uh, young women my age <laughs> that's so you awesome. got you know of course i got into you know the fruits baskets and the uh skip beats and inuyashas and all that and um of course i was like oh damn this is really cool i want to draw this and it did not look good but i i did draw it <laughs> yeah uh, which that's our origin story i met you at heroes con and I don't know how we got on the topic, but you started explaining to me shoujo manga, mm -hmm. which, you know, Fruits Basket and Inuyasha is a part of. Mm -hmm. So I was, uh, that's how I met you, got talking to you. And um, I think I, I own some of your art. I've got your your fish sticker, which is pretty rad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's, uh, yeah, that's so cool. And so do you, you go to school for graphic design, you know, you're, more of a focus on illustration how do you get plugged mm -hmm. into the indie comics crowd um so um i actually have a friend his name is uh jordan kirian um he has done um hotcakes comics i think he's recently changed the name to hotcakes media to kind of encompass more of the creative writing that he does mm -hmm. um but um he's uh someone from my hometown um that i've known for a very long time and i um 
he was talking about how he's working on comic anthologies and I was like oh I'm really interested in doing that so um uh, when I was a senior in high school, I started um, illustrating stories that he wrote. Um, quite a few of them have never been published just because like a lot of the other artists on his projects just didn't come through. They just kind of gave up midway through. Um, but um, years and years later, um, back in December, um, Jordan formed a um, comics discord and then a certain someone who is also a co-host on this podcast um, whisked me away into his own discord. He's waving for the listeners, but you can't yeah. hear that. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, you can't hear the wave. No. <laughs> um, yeah, that's great. So that's that's awesome. And then so you you worked on you worked on comics with with Jordan. I read um, mm -hmm. Sad Squatch. So tell me yeah. a little bit about that book. Was um, that so, was that before Zomic? Yeah, book? that's that's way before Zomic book. Okay. I worked on that back in I believe the summer of 2019. So I was I was 19 years old when I worked on that. It's a benefit of being born in 2000. Your age always matches <laughs> the year. Um, so um, sorry, I'm getting off topic. Um, <laughs> but yeah um I worked on that back in 2019 um and what's really funny is um when I read the script that he sent me I was like Jordan is, is Sad Squatch you I feel like Sad Squatch might be might have a little bit of, bit of you and he's like no <laughs> no not not at all <laughs> and I'm like okay um but yeah um Sad Squatch is kind of about um of course the Sasquatch um who is dealing with um everyday life in modern society and it kind of sucks he's you know got depression that he's being treated for um and he also has a crush on a woman that works at a coffee shop but it's not reciprocated so he's a little down about that and he also has a really crappy boss who um even though he's a vegetarian gives him beef jerky because he thinks it's really funny um <laughs> but yeah it's um Got a, got a lot of nice moments in it. Um, I, I really connected to the story when I read it and I really wanted to illustrate it. Um, and um, <laughs> sorry. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Great. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I connected with it too. I felt like Sad Squash is a little bit of him and all of us. At least yeah. That's what I got. Yeah. That's great. Um, so yeah, so that that ended up in leftovers, right? So that's after yeah. you meet Brian, that gets put in leftovers, right? Yeah, that got put in leftovers because it was like I have all these files laying around. I need them to go somewhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that so and, and Sat Squatch is all watercolor, like ink and watercolor on yeah. paper, right? It's all ink and watercolor on paper. Yeah, that's impressive because that's uh, right now I'm working on some editing traditional art for print, and it's mm -hmm. it's hard really hard yeah a good scanner does a yes. lot <laughs> yes scanner at high res it's really important mm -hmm. for that. yeah um no that's impressive and uh so do you prefer to work traditionally or are you uh i am i'm much more comfortable working traditionally although um i do appreciate the efficiency of digital i mean i've kind of had to grow to to enjoy it especially if the graphic design side of things but um uh, recently to try and push myself to um, 
work more in the digital realm. I've started um, a series of diary comics um, focusing on the same Heroes Con trip that I met you at. <laughs> it's going to be the best comic ever. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Especially when I come in, it'll be just, it'll just like. Oh, no, I have plans for how I'm going to draw that. <laughs> oh, crap. <laughs> all right. Fine. It'll still be good. Um, so you do leftovers. You get to know Brian. Mm-hmm. Um, Zomic Book Two is in the is on your radar for both of you guys. What? Um, how do you become this in charge of social media for Zomic Book? What? What? Um, how, do you roll, how do you roll? How do you roll into that? I think it was brought up, and then I did like express interest in it because um, I just wanted to, um, I guess, like flex the design muscles a little bit more, mm-hmm. uh, get some more experience in with that. It just, you know, seemed fun. I wanted to, you know, contribute a little bit more. It was uh, it's a project that I care about a lot, so yeah. I was like, "Oh, this is something that I can do." That's awesome. If, and uh, if, so, if, what? Oh, did I interrupt somebody? Oh yeah, I was I was about to say, if if I may, um, the decision to have Wiggles um, or Emily, whatever you want to call her, um, be the <laughs> editor uh, or not editor, the the person in charge of the Instagram is mostly because while I do love every single person in my Discord and, and all the people working in Zombie Issue Two, um they're very chaotic and out of everyone emily was the one that i trusted the most like oh <laughs> she she has her stuff together and um i i trust her to run this because the other the other guy well, well again um uh, birds of sadness a, a, an amazing person he he's a little bit chaotic and <laughs> oh man oh uh, we had a Kinda chaotic in the best way sometimes though <laughs> well i mean like oh no i i love him he's he's yeah. a, he's a fucking blast um uh, but we had a, a Ghostbusters 2 Instagram and it almost broke him. <laughs> and oh. I was like, yeah, uh, maybe you shouldn't have him run the thing. But uh, thankfully, Emily was was kind enough to come in and say, hey, I'll take all this responsibility and and none, no pay. Uh, so I accepted <laughs> that with open arms. That's great. And um, so, Brian, do you have any questions since you're talking? Do you have any questions for Emily? Uh, at the moment, hmm, questions. Uh, uh, how was your day? Oh, I didn't even think about that. Oh, how was my day? Yeah, how's, how are you doing? Oh, oh, me. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. At first, I was like, which one? Um, <laughs> um, my day was all right. Um, I I went to um a a I'm not gonna you know name the chain of this print slash shipping store um because just because you know reasons but um i i went to the store to get some prints done for a convention uh, a mini convention that i'm going to this weekend um and the woman there um before i even like finished talking about what i wanted my prints to be she started going go to the self-serve machine go to the self-service machine i'm like you you don't even know what i'm doing why why are you telling me to go to the self-service machine um and then i'm like it, it needs to be on cardstock and she's like oh yeah you can't do that on the self-serve machine i'm like yeah you can't and then she continues to try and correct me even though i'm naming everything correctly since you know i have worked as a printer before i know what i'm talking about <laughs> um <laughs> And um, it was it was like pulling teeth, trying to to get her to do what I wanted. <laughs> oh my god, that sounds wonderful. It sounds so fun. But other um, than that, my day's been great. That's good. 
that's good yeah that's that's why i need a co-host on here to you know spice things up ask the questions i don't think to ask um yeah um so zomic book two what's the uh what was sort of your direction with the design of things for this book because you're not you're you're not only doing the instagram you're also doing a lot of graphic design for it as well what was your direction there oh my direction um so um bird actually did uh a few designs first um, before I had an opportunity to, because I was like in the middle of working on graduating from college. Mm -hmm. um, so I kind of picked up after him um, and I looked at the like color scheme that schemes that he was using and what we've been using in the past. And I was like, oh, so it's like kind of like giving me some like psychedelic uh, Nickelodeon slime vibes. So <laughs> um, I, I started uh, going with that. Um, so on the um, the progress bar for um, our crowdfunding campaign, I kind of made it like a like a like like a bright sickly green bar that has like ooze dripping off of it and <laughs> um, using a lot of um, like purple blue and green um and like hot pink to kind of get that uh those wild vibes <laughs> yeah i dig it it's awesome yeah it's really cool you guys got a great design for the for the instagram did you design the indiegogo page as well or was that no uh, that was brian that was brian okay yeah. that's awesome um so what is the what what have you found to be the biggest struggle running social media for an indiegogo campaign uh trying to kind of balance it with um real life because i've had a lot of stuff come up in the middle of that so then sometimes it kind of has to sit at the side a little bit and i feel a little bad when i can't like immediately get to it when i want to um because well i i have a job <laughs> that i have to take care of and bills to pay so sometimes i have to find a way to um work around that schedule to get everything going on the Instagram. Yeah, that, that's got to be difficult. So so do you try to like have a schedule like where you post a couple times a week, couple times yeah, a day? Yeah, um, I have a whole calendar. I have, um, I have a, a monthly calendar <laughs> and a planner that I got from Staples. Um, Which is not the place where you printed out art. Yeah, no, today. that's actually not the place that I printed at. Um, okay. But yeah, not sponsored by Staples. Um, but yeah, I, sponsor big, I know no one can see this except for, for, for you and Brian, but here I have like each and every individual type of post scheduled out. Again, what, what did I say? For the, for the listener, <laughs> Emily is holding up her calendars like Brett Kavanaugh in his uh, Supreme Court hearing. <laughs> um, but yeah. Um, Sorry, like, like, like I said, though, um, this is exactly the reason why why I trusted you to, to do the yes. Instagram. Um, you went ahead and you went above and beyond and uh, have a notebook filled with um, dates and posts. You, you posts. You actually thought ahead on this. Uh, meanwhile, like everything else in in like, I don't know, I feel like with a lot of book, it's like, yeah, we'll do whatever the fuck we want. We'll figure it all out later. And then you have like the tough job of like, OK, um, here's a bunch of just just different shit that we made. Uh, figure out rhyme and reason for it. And in that way, I mean, I, you know, you really <laughs> went, went above and beyond. Mm -hmm. uh, so, so yeah. Oh. Yeah. I, I, I think that's really cool that you're very organized and are able to get that. That seems to be a good way of keeping things on yeah. track. 
I, I'm, I'm very ADHD. <laughs> I've, I've been diagnosed with it since I was like seven. So like, I have to write everything down. Otherwise, I will not do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I hear you. So um, on top of like posting regularly, you're also trying to showcase each of the artists in the book while you're doing that. What's that been like coordinating with each artist, and uh, getting their, their work out there? It's been a bit of an issue. I need to like, at some point soon, like go back and look over everything again, because mm-hmm. um, there's a few artists that I haven't gotten any like synopsises or anything from yet. Okay. Um, that I need for um, the featured work template, but um, yeah, that one that one's been a little bit more difficult because, it, of course, you know everybody has lives outside of this. They have you know jobs and families to take care of, so sometimes they're not always the most responsive, which I understand. Um, but sometimes it's just it makes it a little hard to um, be on top of and keep track of everything yeah is it fun though to work with everybody just oh to, yeah it's very yeah. fun um I really enjoy um getting to look at um everybody else's work and what they're doing um and it's honestly very inspirational I really um enjoy um looking at and listening to um like their thought process on how they create things um because that's one of my favorite things to talk about <laughs> Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, I'm a part of the Discord and I get so much out of it just interacting with people. I can't imagine what it's been like to actually collaborate with everybody on an actual book. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's got to be amazing. Um, uh, What's your opinion about like, you know, what do you learn from this versus what you learned from school? Do you feel like... Oh, goodness. Um, A lot more practical. This is a... I've been gaining a lot more practical knowledge from this because like you know my my education is very valuable valuable I developed and learned a lot of really important skills but um the program that I went to was definitely focused um a lot more on like conceptual thinking and like um, design and activism rather than like here is how you take a project from point A to point B and make it successful. I mean, there was, there was that aspect, but I never really had a lot of opportunities to like really like dig into that. So this has been like a really valuable experience for me. Yeah, I can imagine. That's gotta be awesome to come out of college and have a community already there. Oh yeah, cause yeah. like COVID was made everything very, very lonely. Yeah. Um, I imagine for, you know, obviously everyone, but like, um, so like with the, like the added, um, I, you know, it happened like in the middle of my sophomore year of college. So I didn't really have like the full traditional college experience. Like I didn't have a lot of opportunities to make a lot of friends and it was very isolating and not very good on my mental health. So, um, I kind of, um, even though things were getting a little better when I ran into the the Discord, um, it definitely um, came into an, it, it came to me in a point in my life that I really needed it. That's awesome. That's really cool. And you have a story in this book as well. So, and and it's it's really fun, really funny. Having read it, what 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 is what was the inspiration behind your comic? <laughs> Okay, um, so my comic is inspired by the first time I ever um, attempted to 
play uh, Dungeons and Dragons. I kept talking about it because I really wanted to play D&D. So my friends um, in high school were like, okay, well, you keep telling us we got to play D&D. You're going to be the DM. I'd never touched a Dungeons and Dragons book in my life. I had no clue what I was doing. All I ever knew was like a few episodes of Critical Role. I was like, damn, I'm going to be like the next Matthew Mercer. This is going to be great. Um, and then I did it. And it sucked. <laughs> I'm not, a, I was not a good DM. I'm a pushover. I just kind of let my players walk all over me. So like, I had like this great story all set up and everything, but um, I had this one friend who just kind of walked all over me um, when we were playing. Um, and um, so it's like, oh, you're on a refugee ship to a new continent and um, it's really stormy. Oh no um there are monsters on the boat uh you need to protect the refugees and then they just like kind of like fucked off and like burnt down all of the um like like the like the spare boats hanging off the side um and left only one for themselves and then they left and as the ship is sinking um the those poor sailors just look at them in like total disappointment (laughs) Um, to do more stuff like um, they ran across a group of cultists and um, instead of like saving the people who were going to be, you know, human sacrifices, um, she decides to shout for everyone to hear, hey, the sacrifices are escaping. <laughs> and I was like, God damn it. Um, so I ended up uh, um, just like sending all of the enemies after them at once (laughs) just because i was starting to get a little peeved of them she continued these antics and we only had two sessions um (laughs) it was not good but it was also great yeah it sounds like it's great comics fuel so will you be continuing the story um i think this one's kind of a one-off um i i have some other stories that are um really drawing my attention of course the diary comic and um i have one other that i'm kind of um working on the concept for right now so your your uh, D gone wrong which is in zombic book two that's mm-hmm. all ink right um, yeah that's that's all micron pens that's all micron pens okay you, yep. for this fun you felt like you just wanted it to be in black and white not in watercolor yeah i just wanted it to be in black and white um it's like, I mean, I did want to like practice those skills a little bit more, but also I'm going to, I'm going to admit I was, I was being a little lazy. <laughs> um, I, I'm sorry, Brian. What? Um, How dare you? <laughs> oh, no. Get out of my book. I had a, Get I had the a... fuck out of here. We don't tolerate <laughs> laziness. I worked for months making the best goddamn indie comic anthology I could make, and this is how you repay me. I had a thesis. In return, I pay you I nothing. I give you no right? money, no compensation for all of your hard work, and you tell me <laughs> you're lazy? What the fuck? <laughs> oh, man. I did I did not know what I was getting. I did not mean to ask a question that wrapped just, like, completely I know. Well, tore it's, apart. It's, uh, um, I mean, I did... Zomic Book Issue 2 is officially canceled, ladies oh, and gentlemen. No. Oh, God. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. Emily this has been my interview with Emily Wigglesworth and Brian Judge. I hope you guys give us a rating and review and subscribe to us on every podcasting. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. Um, Emily, uh, back on track. <laughs> yeah. 
it's not lazy you did a really good job on it yeah. still you're, you're selling um, I, yourself I was also short. focused on on trying to graduate at the same time so yes. um yeah what's up what's great is that you know you're following um ethan kellum aka alchemy who we had mm -hmm. on earlier this week his artwork's black his artwork's black and white too so you kind yeah. of have a nice little bridge right there mm -hmm. between the next story and you guys yeah i thought um, it was a pretty clever placement it was yeah. makes yeah, sense good, pretty well whoever's curating this comic it's pretty smart mm, it's a pretty yeah. good pretty smart guy yeah i feel like you're trying to win me back but i got i got he's a pretty handsome uh, sexy man i am handsy i i handsy. i am handsome and i am sexy which is the combination is handsy we're not going to call me 24 7 but i just want to say no if this is your trying if, if this is your way of getting into issue three i have good news for you it's working okay all right so keep it up ryan's beard is <laughs> it's fucking immaculate i'm immaculate I'm ryan's right. wearing an aquaman shirt right now and it is no it's a fucking mothman oh mothman. sorry oh Emily. Speaking of Mothman, I have a Mothman shirt. Oh, yeah? You have a Mothman yeah. shirt, too? Yeah, I also have a Mothman shirt. So it's called a Mothman on it. What a quinky dink. I know. Um, oh, <laughs> wow. Uh, what, what, what's that all about, huh, guys? All right, never mind. Um, let's just uh, let's keep moving on. Um, okay, I had a question. But my brain froze with the Mothman coincidence. Um, <laughs> let me try to get back on track here. Brian, do you have any questions before I move on? Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, very important question, Emily. Um, mm -hmm. uh, would Would you ever, in the foreseeable future, think about creating your own comic anthology or, or any future project? Oh, uh, and, uh, I, guess, I guess really to sort of more like generalize it. Um, do you have any projects that that you are sort of working on your own? Because sort of we just, we've been talking about things where you've either collaborated with other people or yeah. anthologies where you've submitted material. Mm -hmm. I'd be interested to know, is there anything sort of percolating in your little brain? Yeah, um, so right now, um, I mean, there's one like bigger project that I've kind of put on the back burner because I realized that I just um, don't have like the level of experience with comic illustration that I want yet with it. So I'm gonna develop things like, my skills a little bit more before I do that one because like uh, it's a story that I care a lot about. Uh, but uh, another one that I'm working on right now, um, I think I was kind of hinting at it earlier. But um, so the concept is a Waffle House vampire, um, and it would be um, a comic um, following his daily life working at well, obviously not Waffle House because you know copyright, so it's going to be called Pancake Castle. Um, I think it's pretty uh, fitting. Part, you know, part of me, I believe that castles. if, if I Pancakes are good. Pancake if, castle. If, if if I may for a moment, I believe that this is an idea that I created uh, uh, one late night during Discord. That this is stealing that idea. Which, by well, the way, I'm completely well, okay with. You can take this. Oh, this is a real. I would, I would, I would, I would like. I would like. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Uh, the men are talking. Excuse me. I am talking right now during this interview. Um, <laughs> this is my idea, and and I just demand that that you acknowledge that I created this. Song. <laughs> Well, I mean, I did get inspiration. Mrs. Wigglesworth, are the claims that Brian is make, are making true? Yeah. I really want a social network type movie after this where I play the the attorney of someone <laughs> um, in this trial about who invented Waffle House Vampire. 
I've seen some of Waffle House Vampire. I really dig it. I think yeah. it's funny. I, I, keep, I hope you keep doing it in between your diary comic. Yeah, uh, right now he kind of exists purely in thumbnails and sketches. Um, but um, I am already very hyper fixated on the story. Um, <laughs> I'm just, um, even when I'm at work, I'm just like constantly thinking about it. Like, oh, that would be really funny. Um, I'm actually basing his manager off of my own manager from work. <laughs> Nice. And I told my manager this and he thought it was hilarious. That's so funny. So when you're, so that, that's a good question and a, pro, a good lead in into process. So when you're writing and drawing your own story, what's your process like? Do you do a lot of thumbnails? Do you? Yeah, um, what, I do what, a lot of thumbnails. Um, sometimes I'll do like a little bit of scripting or like, like writing down bullet points. Um but yeah, it's mostly mostly thumbnails and storyboarding. I've discovered that works best for me. Um, like I know um, some people like tend to have like a little bit more of like a like a cleaner process for it, I guess. But like I, it just doesn't work for me. So <laughs> it's a, it's a I, I'm still working on like what a good process looks like for me, to be honest. You know, having. Having interviewed a lot of people on this podcast, not to toot my horn, but this is the 300th episode. I have to say there is no right way of doing it. Everybody does it differently and it all works. Yeah. So, you know, you just got to find what you, what you like and stick with it. Mm -hmm. um, so when you're uh, like, do you carry a sketchbook around with you everywhere you go? Just oh, so you can yeah, have I have ideas? like a, a, I own like a dozen different like sketchbooks of like yeah. all sorts of different sizes. I have like one with dotted paper. I have like another like mini one that I carry around in my purse everywhere. So if it I'm like, like this, I mean, dotted not with that, not with that cover. No, uh, ex really, ex excuse like, me. Kind of for, for the ladies and gentlemen at home, he's currently Noah. Noah's holding up a notebook uh, that says Diary Digest and has a picture of me on it saying a notebook for your own diary comics. Uh, thank you very much. This has been Brian's Commenting Quarter, where we uh, comment on what's been going on in the podcast. Thank you. <laughs> that segment was brought to you by Staples. Where Staples, home, home of the staple, home of the glue, uh, home of all of your office supply needs. Please use promo code ZOMICBOOK to get $25 off your staple needs thank you thank you for that now back to the show um yeah that's a, that's got to be helpful so when you're drawing and now but you're doing we would try not to take a couple steps back your diary comics all digital though um yeah what's that been like drawing digitally versus drawing um it's been a process because like i'm again i'm like i'm kind of forcing myself to do the diary comics uh digitally just to like force myself to learn because like unless i don't unless i have like a little project to work on i'm just like not gonna actively pursue that and i just i know it's a skill that's kind of necessary for me to learn so i'm just like it's kind of like ripping off a band-aid i just got to do it sometimes when i'm uh um working on it it feels like i'm 12 years old learning how to draw all over again <laughs> yeah um Luckily, I have a touch screen on my laptop and I'm using um, Adobe Fresco. So it's a little bit better of a transition for me, but it's still a bit, bit of a learning process. Yeah, I can imagine that. And so what do you find, though, that when you're doing it digitally? And I, and I think I kind of know the answer, but you, you, have, you, you, have a, you have a style that you do with watercolors and you have a style that you do digitally. 
are you trying to like apply the same color theory principles and compositions to it digitally? Like, are you trying mm -hmm. to sort of make your style seamless between the two? Are you thinking about that? Um, I think like um, digitally, honestly, I'm just kind of all over the place a little bit right now with the, the digital stuff, just kind of like trying to figure out what works, what doesn't. Um, cause like, uh, I guess you'll like notice like some, I have like cross hatching, like trying to see how that works. The others, like, it's just completely flat color, seeing if that works. Like at some point I'm probably going to like try and like change up the art style again, just to like, like maybe make it more detailed, just to, like, see if I can like push that a little bit further. Um, try and like force myself to grow with it. Cause like right now it's just kind of a anything goes kind of thing. Um, whereas like with my, my traditional art, um, I kind of have a little bit more of like a solidified method for it um, because it's just something that I, it's a lot more natural to me um, and something I'm far more comfortable with. Yeah, I'd imagine that would be, you know, at least for me, I do most of my stuff traditionally. And then anytime I try to go over to digital, like I try to add as much onto it to make it feel like physical media as possible. Mm -hmm. um, just because like I've been looking at traditional media for forever. So the digital can kind of feel cold at times. Do you ever find that? Yeah, no, um, I know that. Um, so I'm someone who's really big into the, the webtoons community. Um, okay. So that's like kind of the, the realm of comics that like I really consume. I mean, of course, you know, still, I love like all the traditional, traditionally published manga and stuff. I'm not so much into superhero comics, but like a lot of webtoon is like um, a lot more of like the very sleek digital art. Yeah. And that's just, um, I mean, when I was younger, I was like, God, I wish I could do that. But like now um, it's like, I've kind of developed more as an artist and realized it's not really something that like I want to do because like it looks good and I appreciate it. But um, I realized that I enjoy um kind of like the like that kind of art it does have a soul of its own but like there's like almost like a little bit more like warmth and like humanity and like traditional art where you can like see some of like the little flaws and like the hand of the artist in it yeah um, I really appreciate it when digital artists are able to bring that over into their digital work mm -hmm. you know so I I tend not to be the person that's just sort of like one or the other because both are yeah I, I I think both are very valuable and mm -hmm. just like um I don't think you know there's no such thing as like the perfect art style or like something like you know they're both like equally great for their in their own ways I think I'm just drawn more towards um traditional um because like that is something that like I recognize that is something that I'm more capable of than um like like the pixel perfect perfect um digital art yeah. um and so that's kind of something i've been trying to push myself more towards with um traditional um that um and like allowing some like the flaws to come through and be um like an aspect of it rather than um an accident yeah that's a that's a really good, profound way of saying it. That's really cool. Um, so do you feel, uh, so when, what's sort of like your five-year plan? Like what's something that you want to do? Like let's sort of like- Oh, my five-year plan. Oh gosh. It feels you don't have to answer it in a five-year plan sense, but just sort of your big picture <laughs> life goal. Like what, what do you want? Life to do? goal. 
Um, so I'd like to have some books published um, at, at some point. I, I, I am a lover of print media. So um, I don't know, it feels really good um, whenever I have um, something of mine printed in an anthology. So I'd, I'd love to eventually have my own like complete book printed um, that I can be like, hey, I made this all on my own. Um, it just, fe it, it feels really good to like, like look at something and be like, this is mine. <laughs> um, and I mean, I don't know. I think I, I definitely want to get more into the convention scene too. Cause like, even though, um, there's some aspects of my, my trip to Heroes Con was a little, a little disastrous. Um, <laughs> it, it was, it was, it was a really good experience. I, it's something I want to do more of. Was that your first convention, Heroes? Um, it's my first big convention. Um, okay. I've only ever tabled at Minicon, which is the convention I'm going to this weekend. Um, shout out to uh, Jordan Kirian or I Am Hotcakes on Instagram. Also the creator of Gordy Comics. Um, he uh, started um, Minicon at the Marysville Public Library uh, back in 2017. Oh my goodness um and i i started attending that um and um it's been growing more and more ever since uh, to the point where it can't be completely contained in the library they have to put it out in the like giant pavilion up front <laughs> that's really so that's, it's just very exciting yeah that's this weekend is it just saturday or is yeah it saturday it's just saturday okay cool so where is that? What, what, what area is that in again? I'm sorry. Um, it's in uh, central Ohio. Uh, Marysville Ohio. is a town um, slightly uh, northwest of Columbus, Ohio. Uh, neat little town. I grew up there. Um, it got more interesting when I moved out. So I'm just like, I guess like screw me then. Um. <laughs> <laughs> That's how my hometown was too, but we'll make sure to have links to that convention in the show notes after for mm -hmm. people to check it out. If you're in that area or you're close, that sounds like really fun time. I'm sure it's gotta be great to connect with local artists that way. Oh yeah. There's a lot yeah. of uh, really interesting people that I've, I've met through that. Um, they're, um, oh gosh, I don't know if they're attending this year, but um, it's been a while. This is like the first mini con since COVID. Um, but uh, there was a pair of twins um, who attended every year. Um, I think they were called Unhinged Twins, and their art is really, really good. Um, and I bought I bought some stuff from them. There's um, a lot of um, like small press comics that that show their work there too. That's awesome. And so you're doing Minicon this weekend. Anything else local or otherwise that you're planning on attending and having your or work at? Um, anything else local? Um, at the moment, um, I'm still waiting. Um, there's a, a bar down in um, Athens, Ohio, which is where Ohio University is, um, that is going to be um, displaying um, zines and prints um, from Ohio artists. Um, and so I applied to do that. They're at some point um, gonna be selling so some of my prints. Um, but yeah, that's, that's about it. That's awesome. So definitely have to 
definitely people have to keep up with you to make sure that they know where to find you, get work from you. Hopefully, hopefully by that time, you guys will have copies of Zomic book out, right? Yeah, hopefully. Um, yeah. Our Indiegogo campaign, Brian, when does, when does the campaign end again? I, I got I got no fucking idea. Hold on, let me look at my calendar again. My handy dandy calendar. Um, Man, the anticipation of him trying to unmute himself just for that reveal. That okay, let me see. Okay, um, our our campaign ends on September eighth, so we are a quarter of the way there. Just so you know, um, and um, our goal is two thousand dollars. We are at five hundred thirty-three dollars right now. So uh, please do donate. Uh, to the Indiegogo campaign for Zomic Book Issue 2. So if you're Googling it, Zomic Book Issue 2, not Volume 2, because for some reason, Google does not like it when I type in Volume 2. So Issue 2. Um, and it is also in the link of the Zomic Book Instagram, uh, which is much easier to access. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, please follow it and please give me money, because if you don't give me money, then I'll, then I'll be down the hole like 2,000 bucks. And I really don't like being down the whole 2,000 bucks. I don't know about you, but people can complain about money all that they want. But the more money I have, personally, the happier I am, because then I can buy things. If I'm able to buy things, then I'm able to be happy. So really what I'm saying is that uh, uh, capitalism works, uh, uh, but only for me and only if you donate me all of your money. So, hey, you know what? Your sick mother who's dying of a horrible disease maybe just let her die and give me the money that she would have donated to you from her will. I don't see anything wrong with this, all right? Just do it. Don't be a coward. Give me your money. Oh my god. Yeah, on that note, we'll make sure to have the link to the Indiegogo in the show notes as well, along with the Instagram to Zomic Book, and along with your Instagram, Emily, so people can keep up with your work, especially your diary comic as it comes out. Yeah. Um, what is your Instagram handle for the list? Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Emily underscore Wigglesworth. Wigglesworth is spelled W-I-G-G-L-E-S-W-O-R-T-H. Yes, that is indeed my real last name that I was born with. I have been asked that way too much. It's a great last name. And I was very happy to hear that that was your actual last name. <laughs> and not, not in an ironic way. It's just great to have meet people with very unique last names. Having a very basic white man's last name that's eh, so, fine <laughs> um like, yeah we'll make sure to include that in the show notes so people can keep up with you and keep up with zomic book and everything that you're doing uh emily thanks so much for coming on um before we head out brian do you have any closing questions uh yeah i guess my last question is i'm i'm the best co-host you've ever had and i'm i'm the new co-host uh and that for all future episodes expect to hear me and sooner or later i'm gonna push noah out of the way and this is gonna be my show so i guess that that's that's the last question i really want to ask that's a good question i'm glad i asked you to co-host tonight um but yeah emily thanks so much for coming on please come back anytime especially as you 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 know finish up your diary comic you move on to Waffle House Vampire, all that good stuff. Be, be a great pleasure to have you come back on, hear what you've learned, all that good stuff. Yeah. yeah. Uh, thank you. Thank you for uh, letting me on. Yeah. Yeah. And, and for the listeners, um, please give us a rating and review on your podcasting services. Uh, give us a follow on social media. Our Twitter is at ConstructComPod. Our Instagram is ConstructingComicsPod. 
And our Facebook page is facebook.com slash constructing comic. Thanks for listening. Be safe and be nice to each other and make some comics. We'll be back with another episode soon. Bye.